Hey y'all, welcome to Let's Talk Life XL on Mixed Talk Radio, where we talk about life as it is. Today in the studio, Tierra Matthews and I get into the Business Boss Series. Let's talk y'all. Uh, well, my name is T.R. Matthews, and I am the podcast host for Renewed Woman Podcast. And the whole reason why I set the podcast up was to be able to help women to renew themselves after experiencing traumatic situations. A lot of the time, um, a lot of women, they might see a counselor or things like that, but sometimes they don't feel like they can relate to what they've gone through. And so I made the podcast centered around this because it's easier to relate to someone who's been through the same thing that you have. Um, And so that's where the podcast was born. (laughs) Okay. I love that. It's so empowering. I listen to your podcast and the content that you share is very uplifting and it's very real day-to-day type things. How have you identified with your topics? So I try to engage with my audience through social media. So I'll ask them, hey, what is something that you struggled with this week? Or what is something that's been hindering you from being able to move forward with your life after experiencing this traumatic situation? And that's kind of sort of where my topics have come from, as well as also being transparent with myself, because I know for me, even though I've gotten to a place where I've healed mostly from my own traumatic situations. Um, I know that I still have some progress um, to make as well. And so I also leave myself to be open and bring up topics that I might be struggling with and um, bring it to the forefront that way. If there's others that are struggling with it as well, then, you know, I can help them with that as well. Now you are part of the Business Boss series and I have really had the pleasure of speaking to all of you guys. You are a Catalyst for Change Award recipient, 2021. How was that experience for you? Um, it's actually, it's been amazing. Um, I told myself last year that I was going to be focused and and be goal-oriented and really just focus on building my podcast and really building the business side of it. And so being able to have the opportunity to um, be a recipient was really amazing to me. And it really made me want to just keep doing what I need to do to make my business flourish. And so it really gave me the extra push that I <laughs> that I needed to, to stay focused and everything. Y'all can listen to her every Saturday. Tell us about your radio show. So we are live on Saturdays um, at 2 p.m., um, every Saturday is a new episode, um, and it's, like I said, used live on mixtalkmedia.org. And then after the live show, it's uploaded to um, most uh, podcast platforms that following Monday at um, 7 a.m. I love it. Now, when we talk about being a business boss, a lot of people see the glittery part of it. How have you dealt with the not-so-shiny aspects of entrepreneurship? Um, the way I've dealt with it is definitely through prayer and meditation, trying to find, um, trying to hold on to my why. Why am I doing this business? Um, and what's, what, what am I, like, who am I doing it for? Um, and I found out that when you're doing it for someone, it pushes you to keep going. Um, so for me, that's for like my kids. Um, I, my, my daughter looks up to me she admires the things that I'm doing. And so that really helps me to stay focused on, to strive forward um, with the business versus getting consumed with the undesirables, like um, time management, if things are getting too hectic, or maybe listeners were down one week and it's discouraging, or maybe someone's not engaging on social media. Because um, there's, there's always going to be moments like that, right? And so just really holding on to 
the why and the who keeps me focused on what I need to be doing and to stay consistent because consistency is always, (laughs) it's always the hard thing to do when it comes to business, being consistent. (laughs) So definitely um, holding on to that. Yeah, I agree because consistency requires focus. You have to be able to focus and balance. And then that's where consistency is born. Because when you're out of balance, you're unfocused, you're maybe too focused or you're focusing on a lot of different things. So when you can master balance, okay, time management, it's about maximizing the time that I have. It's not about doing more in the time. It's about using the time more effectively so you can be more productive. So if that means maybe sometimes I don't need to do five different things, I may only need to do one thing. Mm -hmm. So time management comes in as far as in how can I maximize the time I have available. And when you're really maximizing your time, you're giving yourself the opportunity to focus. Correct. Right? Because the more you do, the more opportunities for distractions come. How do you handle distractions in business? Um, definitely just trying to find those, those, um, spaces where I can focus on things, um, during those times. So if I know that something's coming up, it's going to cause me to be busy or anything like that, especially being a mom. Um, I schedule times where, okay, I know I'm going to be distracted. I know this is going to cause some, some issues here. So let me wait and schedule maybe an hour during this time where my kids are at school or I have a break at work or whatever. Um, and put, make sure that I'm in like a quiet space by myself. That way I'm not distracted um, because, you know, with the, this pandemic, it's really easy to be distra- distracted in your own home nowadays because we all have Kevin fever. But um, definitely um, focusing and centering myself on, okay, this needs to get done. So how can I minimize as many distractions as I can? And how can I focus on what I need to be doing versus wondering, okay, is dinner done or is, is, is my lesson plan done for work or, or did I wash the clothes? Like it, so it's just really getting disciplined, like self-disciplined and eliminating as many distractions as you can and focusing on like one thing versus everything at one time. I like that. It, focus on one thing instead of everything at one time. So there will be times where multitasking would not be the best use of your time. And I know right. the idea, right? The idea is you can have several different things going on at one time. So that way you're able to accomplish more. But I blew up a lasagna one time, y'all, trying to multitask. I blew up. Who blows up lasagna? Like I blew up a whole lasagna. So <laughs> glass dish and all. I know, right? <laughs> I'm skilled. I'm a skilled chef. You heard it here on Let's Talk Life Excel. But the point, you know, that was a good eye opener for me. And I was young. So I had that experience young to show me that, okay, sometimes multitasking can be more of a distraction than it can be a benefit. And you want things to benefit you. And I think that that's where the term is coined, uh, work smarter, not harder. Because if you're working harder, sometimes those things aren't been, that's not beneficial to you. If you're stressing out and you're overworked or you're overconsumed, you know, or over engulfed in things that are going on around you versus saying, you know what, hey, this is my task for today. Maybe I need to maybe scale my priorities. Maybe I can only have, I can focus on this one thing and my focus may shift tomorrow because I can do these two different tasks because they are equally effective. Maybe I don't need to do five things in a day. 
I don't need to manage all five businesses in one day. Maybe I focus on one business on Monday, one business on Tuesday, one business on, three, you know, Wednesday, Thursday, and then Friday. Because sometimes you have to break it down. I think being in this um, time with COVID and the whole fallout the next year, you know, we're trying to get things back to a, a new right. normal, right? A new normal, not the regular normal, a new normal. <laughs> yeah. You know, it's easy to fall into that pressure of doing. You know, you got to be doing something with this time. And some of us, and I'll say it again, some of us need to be doing less with this time. Right. Yeah, absolutely. I agree. How has um, managing your priorities been a benefit to the success of your projects? Um, It's been a benefit in a sense of um, really helping me delegate what's important and what's not important. Um, there's something called like a, I think it's called priority matrix. Have you heard of that before? Where you like put everything in quadrants, um, and it helps you to delegate what's like high priority, not so high priority or things you can put off. And so that has helped. And, you know, when, once you put everything in perspective, it's like, okay, look, that's not as important as I thought it was. Okay. So I can put that to a different day. Okay. Like recording the episode. Okay. This has to get done. So I, you know, I, I have a whole calendar. I, I love visuals. So like I have a calendar with everything on it. It's like, hey, on this day at this time, it's going to be this. At this time, it's going to be this. And so I think that has definitely helped with, you know, with that, you know, being, you know, having the visuals, blocking it out, and then really understanding, you know, what can be held off, what can be moved, what's what's highly, you know, priority, um, and going about it like that. I hadn't heard of the priority matrix, but now I'm going to go look it up. I love it because it simplifies putting things in order, right? Because we sometimes we just overcomplicate things. We just make things yeah. so complicated. You be like, oh, yeah. girl, sis, you could just do that in four little simple steps. And you're like, what? I spent a whole week on this schedule. Exactly, exactly. On this agenda. Or you can always <laughs> come to me, you guys. I do have the blueprint. And we offer different calendarings to help you prioritize your task. So I'm just going to go ahead and do that little, you know, what they call it, a selfless promo. It's a work. It's a (laughs) shameless plug. A shameless plug. There we go. Yeah, y'all go ahead and get the blueprint. I love what you were saying about that because it helps you see your priorities too. I'm a big believer in putting my task out in front of me, writing them down somewhere so that I can visualize my goal because sometimes – when you take a thing from your mind and you put it out in front of you and writing somewhere, maybe it's on a mirror, you know, you just in a moment, you're in a little zone right there. And the only thing you have in, fr- in front of you is a mirror. Get a get a dry erase marker. Start writing some notes down. Right. So you can really like just take a good look in the mirror. Oh, ah, yes. Right. I recently bought the long mirror and I have like sticky notes <laughs> and a pen next to it and I write things. Down. Okay. And I just put it on the mirror. So it's like when I look at it, I have no choice but to see <laughs> to see those sticky notes because they're, they're like all over the mirror. So it's yep. like, hey. Yeah. <laughs> and you know what? Just to expound on that, you know, I had a great idea while you were talking. Sticky notes are good because they're they're movable. So once yes, you complete absolutely. the task, you can take that task down from the mirror. Or if yep. you have it on a dry erase board or on a wall or on a cardboard cutout piece of paper, it's wherever, whatever makes sense to your lifestyle. 
But I love the sticky note concept because as you complete the task, you can remove the task. You can either remove it or replace it. And then that also boosts your business confidence because now you're gaining momentum. You're seeing the fact that you are accomplishing small tasks. Now, how have you balanced the accomplishment of a task to the reality of it. Like you said earlier, sometimes, you know, the listenership may be lower than you expected. So how have you balanced just being happy with your success versus some of the realities of your successes? Um, I take every moment as a learning moment. And so if a particular episode didn't do as high as another one, then I'll go in and say, okay, maybe I need to center more of my focus towards things that are in this area versus this one. And so I really just look at the data and really just break it down a little bit further. Okay, maybe, okay, what time did I release it? Okay, what day did I release it on? Um, what was the topic? You know, like that kind of stuff. Get the feedback of the listeners as well. And then pivot as much, pivot what I, whatever I need to, you know, change or whatever um, and just keep going. Um, I feel like everything is is a learning moment. Everything you do is a learning moment. And, you know, it's not a mistake. It's, it's, it's You learn from it and you grow from it. And so I really look at it from that perspective instead of looking like, oh, man, like that didn't, oh, that didn't, that didn't do so well. Oh, no. And let it make me depressed or upset. I say, you know what? I wonder why that, like, I, I, I like, I like questions. I'm like, why, what happened? Like, why didn't that work out too well? And so I'll, I like to dive into those kind of things. So I think that's what has helped me the most. That's great advice. Even if you're out there trying to figure out how to start a podcast, you want to learn how to gain traffic and listenership. She just gave y'all a great nugget. When you do have a series and it is not as successful as another series, that's a good moment not to have self-doubt, but just to have questions and be like, well, what is it that they do like that I am speaking on? Because then that's when you're going to capture those repeat listeners. That's when you're going to say, you know what, they identify with you. And it may be easier for them to transition with you to another topic as you build that consistency within your topics that you are expressing. And even as a podcaster myself, that is something that I often go back to is like, well, what what is this topic and why was this topic important? And you know, just looking for all kinds of different ways to pull feedback. So if you have a social media page, I always say start with the audience you already have. Because some people feel like, well, I don't, I don't have a big, you know, business Following. Instagram. Right. But you have thousands of personal Instagram people. Start with right. them. Right. Sometimes you don't. Sometimes here just uh, they probably shut me down for this, but. You know, the algorithm, you have to be able to beat the algorithm. So if you have a personal Facebook page that aligns, and the keyword is align, with what you're doing in the business, then you can stick to the personal aspect because you may get more views than a business page on Facebook. So you, you have to figure out what system on social media works for you. And don't, don't deny your, your personal followers. You know, don't mm -hmm. deny your personal followers. They're already connected with you because they like who you are or they like the image right. you portray or they like the videos you post. So give them some of your content and see if you can win them over as listenerships. So yeah, it's definitely about connect, personal connections. People want to connect with you. And so, you know, if, they, if, if they're not connected to you, then they're not going to be able to connect to your brand or your podcast or your product. So definitely making those connections. Um, and using them, you know, to increase, you know, increase your business definitely is a big, big thing to do. 
It is. Trust me. I I know. I use my personal page to death, but only because <laughs> it aligns. So the things, the personal things that I do put on there are not totally off kilter from the business things that I put there. So they, they kind of have to align. You know, we can't be twerking on the personal page and then no. trying to post empowering personal development stuff on the same <laughs> personal page. It's like, well, girl, I thought I just yeah, saw you yeah, yeah, behind yeah, the no car. Silhouette challenges. Yeah, oh, exactly. You respect your body. Like, um. I mean, you do what you do. <laughs> but if you have to have things that it's all about alignment. So and right. then you, it's all about um, connection and also buy in. So if you're if you're out there, you know, disrespecting yourself, it's it's really going to be hard for me as a listener to take your advice on on personal development. If correct, right? If you're online and all you're doing is complaining about men or women, but then you want to give me dating advice, it's gonna be it's gonna be you know it's gonna be very hard. Now, how have um, you implemented strategies to help you overcome certain challenges in business? Just uh, for me is, you know, reaching out to people if I don't know the answer. Um, That's a big thing for me. Um, A lot of the times we feel like we have to do everything by ourselves. We have to figure it out. And I am not that person. I Like I said, I I like questions and I like asking them too. Like I I, I like the people asking me questions, but I like to ask them too. (laughs) So attaching myself to people who've either been in podcasting before or radio hosting are just, you know, successful businesswomen in general. And I don't mean just women who made like six figures or like well-known. I mean, it's women who are consistent with their business. And even if it's not like a six-figure business, they're, and but as long as they're still successful, hey, I want to attach myself to you. What are you doing to keep yourself consistent? What are you doing to keep yourself motivated? You know, because I know so there are some times where I'm not consistent or something happens or I'm un- unmotivated. And so really being connected with peop- like-minded people has definitely helped me with that because when you are surrounded by people um, who are doing things that you want to do or, or, be, or somewhere where you want to be, it really helps you stay focused on, okay, you know what? I, I need to keep, I need, I need to keep up or, you know, I need to do this because everyone else around here is doing something similar to what I want to do. And so that helps you push because if you're surrounded by people who are not doing the same thing or they're unmotivated or not determined, that can affect you. And then that brings your business down. And so I really, this year, I've really been paying attention to who I've been hanging around with, who I'm connected to. Like, I love my friends dearly. Um, but I know there's some things I can connect with, with them with and some things I can't. And so um, this year, I've definitely been in the the, um, the perspective of attaching myself to like-minded women that'll keep me focused, keep me motivated, um, even though it starts with me, it's also um, it also involves your environment, too. I agree. They always say it takes a, a village to raise a child. And I say it takes a squad to raise a leader. You know, it's the same concept, you know, even though we're adults, you know, or we're successful on different levels or we're in the spotlight or we're behind the scenes, wherever your positioning is, so it takes the right. people around you to really get you where you're trying to go. And if you have the wrong people in your circle, then that could just really either get you off course or have you into certain patterns that are unhealthy for growth, any kind of growth. Because as your business grows, you should also grow too as a person. Mm-hmm. You know, it takes personal development as well when you're growing a business because you'll learn Okay, you know what? I have to be able to have a servant leadership type spirit. 
You know, I can't mm-hmm. be in this business all about the money that I want to attain. Yes, the money is great. I am not saying that money is the root of any evil or ego. It's the truth. It's, money is not the root of the thing. It's the character that's the root. So your character will produce that evilness within you. Maybe you um, create shady deals, deals you know you won't follow through. You're just trying to get the buy-in. And you know right. you have no intention or no know-how, and you don't communicate that with the person that you're in business with. Now, that's not saying don't go for things you aren't prepared for. Now, I do feel like there are some opportunities you should take even if you aren't at that level yet. Because you, as long as you have a growth mindset, you can put, you can get around people that will help you keep growing into the level if, of the opportunity. But there are some opportunities you should turn down because you really aren't the person for it, right? right. So we have to have that discernment to say, am I the person for this? Is this opportunity for me, right? right. And we don't base it on skill set alone. You base it on character. So if I don't have the skill set, and I don't have the intention of acquiring this skill set, then the opportunity right. is not for me. Correct. Correct. Absolutely. You have to really, you know, know yourself and know your business and, you know, really, you know, focus on, okay, does this align with my, with my character? Does this align with my skill set? And if not, you have to be willing to let it go. Not all business is good business. So you have to be able to know what's going to be bad for your business and what's going to be good for your business business you don't want to hinder your business because you're so focused on trying to get your name out there and and trying to get you know just trying to get different deals going you really want to be able to focus on okay is this going to help me as a business person and is it going to help me scale my business and if you can't say yes then it's definitely something that you probably should turn turn away from scaling a business is very important now you may not have the true trajectory of your business especially in the beginning you may um, evaluate it very low, you know, and it turned out to be a multi-billion dollar business when you thought this was just going to become just some, you know, small amount of passive income, you know, and it right. turns into this whole other thing. So, um, but being being able to grow in business is very important for success. And when you look at success, you have to look at success from a varied perspective, you cannot always look at define success as monetary. You have to right. define success as growth. Did I grow mm-hmm. from this? Did the business grow? Did we grow from one client to two? That's growth. Because two Absolutely. can become three and three three can become three hundred. You just never know exactly. depending on the business. Did you did you have an opportunity to gain a new skill set from this business? Some people go in mm-hmm. saying, well, you know, Say, for instance, podcasting. Now, all of a sudden, you know how to start a podcast. Now you can go and teach other people if you desire how to start a podcast. So now you have right. a coaching skill set mm-hmm. along with being a podcaster yourself. So now you've grown in two different areas. Now you have two different markets. Now you have two different potential income-type revenue sources. So it's a lot about right. scaling and success from a varied perspective. If we just focus on the money of things, you may quit on a business too soon because it's not gaining the financial freedom for you that you had anticipated within the time frame. And then some businesses just take time to grow. How have you used time as a tool for your success? 
Um, I, I'm a firm believer that everything just takes time. Like you can't rush it, you know, but you also can't, you can't anticipate it. it everything just takes time. And so um, I'm committed to putting in the time that it takes to make it successful. Um, when I look at the data, usually once or twice a week, and I see listeners going up, it's like, okay, you know, with time, I know that the scales will go higher and higher. I just have to be patient. So definitely learning to be patient <laughs> and waiting on that time. Um, and I know a lot of us, we have a real hard time being patient. That's, that's like a really hard word. <laughs> that's like a forbidden, almost a forbidden word. <laughs> like patience. What are you talking about? I want it now. Uh, but getting out of that mindset of wanting things now and just being patient and watching the time go, you know, it's, it's going to grow. It's going to move as long as you're putting the time in and really being consistent with yourself. So um, instead of worrying about, well, this is not moving fast enough. Worry, think about, you know what? Uh, maybe set a goal for yourself. Okay, at this time, I want to reach this. Okay, and then that'll help you. Okay, well, I know at this time, I want I want to meet this goal. What do I need to do in between time to reach that goal? You know, making realistic goals in realistic time frames. <laughs> you know, like, oh, you know what? I'm going to be a millionaire next week. Okay, that might not be, re <laughs> might not be realistic, you know, or maybe not even next year. But <laughs> no, thinking about that versus being so consumed over, well, this isn't going right at this moment, or um, this is not where I want to be focused on. So, you know what? I Just the, the realistic time frames for sure. You said it. I'm all about anytime we talk about uh, success and goal setting and, you know, we talk about uh, setting achievable goals and then really deal in the reality of things. Um, you can lose hope being too forward minded the mm -hmm. same way you can lose hope looking too far in the past for too long. So when right. we deal with our current challenges and then we anticipate upcoming challenges, we have a better balanced perspective of how things are really going. I can't look mm -hmm. too far ahead. I can't stay looking too far back too long. Right. So you have to be able to balance. And the best way to do it is from your current reality, because that is painting the clearest picture of what what your business has to offer. What are your challenges? What are your successes? What are some of your failures? All of that in the, the realm of reality is what's going to help you create the future that you want to have. But you have right. to let time do its work. So before we go, can you please tell us how we can follow you and support you? Absolutely. So you can find me on Facebook and Instagram, um, username uh, Renewed Woman Podcast. Um, I'm also on Podbean, Apple uh, Podcasts, iHeartRadio, Pandora now. I got that email, so yay, we're on Pandora as well. Um, also, I recently started a Buy Me a Coffee page. So if you go to buymeacoffee.com slash Renewed Woman Podcast, you're able to actually donate to the podcast. Um, and it's not required, but all love and, um, and donations are greatly appreciated. Uh, of course, of course. And hopefully we'll be starting a YouTube channel soon. So please stay tuned for that as well. <laughs> Thank you for tuning in to the Business Boss Series. This episode was sponsored by Renewed Woman Podcast. As always, please leave me a review and let me know if anything from our conversation caught your attention. Bye, y'all.